Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Oh, hell yeah. Bad Boys Podcast, episode 316. Because I said so. What's going on, fellas? Is that like a wrestling thing? I, I, yeah. It's kind of like Macho Man, but not. I was a little confused. Macho Man? That was fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, I the Texas rattlesnake. You all right, bitch. all right, all right, all right. Lucky you were here. Stone Cold sun your ass right now. <laughs> Episode 316. Hello, Stone Cold Austin 316. Oh, uh, there you dress. go. That's what I was getting. And we're in episode 316. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting to that, you see. Yeah. Been away from the wrestling game a while. So you forgot I about know. it. It's been too long. <clears throat> Tony's going to do his research real quick. He's going to download it in his mainframe. Like, oh, okay, I got it. I got the reference now. I just downloaded it. I got it. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Yeah, but you are listening to the Bad Boys Podcast, not the rest podcast, where we randomly rant on all things movies. Episode 316. Austin 316, I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry, a.k.a. Stone Cold. Joining me as always, Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett, the people's non-champion. And your BWF name was The Executioner. That's right. I actually forgot that. Thank you for reminding me. (laughs) You're very welcome. (laughs) I think you were 0-1 in your wrestling career. Yeah. I I had beat some of the other guys. Who'd you beat? I think I beat Donaldo in one of the earlier matches. Remember, it was like a, it was like a, like a, you know, I beat two or three guys, and you beat two guys, and and it was me and you, and I lost. What Aaron's house? That was the tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. That's why. That's when I try to spear you, and you jump like mm-hmm. way before I even got close to you hitting you, and it looked really bad. That lid. Right. There's video of it somewhere. I don't know who has it, but there's video. So I was, ready to, I was ready to spear him, and then he just jumps back already. I need, I'm not even like ten feet away, and he already jumps back. I'm like, what a pussy! And round out the posse, Tony <laughs> MCP. Tony ain't no pussy, huh? Tony, you take it, huh? Yep. See, I don't even know what a spear is. Take it right in the ass. <laughs> Speaking of ass, how was EDC, Tony? <laughs> yeah, man, that that heat. We'll get to all our weekends here soon enough. We're going to crank out through these uh, this podcast pretty quickly here because we've been on a one-week hiatus, and mm. we just crank it out. So, um, yeah, let's uh, – uh, real quick, man, I just want to start off by – you know, I, want, I don't want to start off on a sad note, but I, we got to talk about this. Um, you know, Anton Yelchin died at 27 years old. Yeah. Accident. Apparently had a car uh, that has a recall in it, and uh, he thought he parked it, but he had it on new- and it was on neutral, and then the car backed up to him and and uh, crushed him. So it's just a weird freak accident. I mean, he was 27. It just seems like every week we do a podcast, somebody else is dying. I mean, it's just it's out of control. It's but this was just weird. I mean, he's 27, and we had just watched Odd Thomas. You know, remember my buddy Mark yeah. to review it and watch that, and. Uh, I, I don't know. I just really, I always liked them. I liked them in Star Trek and I liked them in Fright Night. I liked them in Alpha Dog and just, it's just, it's just sad, man. Cause he was, and then I guess the, this new movie Green Room that comes out. I can't wait to sign up for the homework because I'm hearing nothing but good things about it. And the guy that directed, directed, um, Blue Ruin. Um, yeah, just a sad, just really, f- um, freak accident. It's just weird, you know? 
Such a bummer. Me, the kid was talented, you know. Yeah, you know, it's one thing when when they're like, if they're drug addicts or some shit, and then you're kind of like, eh, you know, well, it's like live that life. If it was like a rock star or something, hey, yeah. If you, oh. yeah, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. But this is certainly different. <laughs> I mean, poor bastard. Um, yeah, it's just tragic for sure. I mean, like you pointed out, really talented actor. Um, just did, was busy and did a lot of stuff. And he just was, it was just, they were fun, his performances. I, I, I remember us watching the, the original Fright Night with the remake. And, you know, that movie's almost, this movie's basically five years old now. And, um, I remember his character being really charismatic in it. You know, he was in Terminator Salvation, which is even older, and, and I remember his character being good. Obviously, his sort of breakout performance was the Star Trek. Um, but the Breakout like, performance right, uh, was Star Trek? He was like a side character named Chekhov. Well, I, well, no, 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 you're right. I mean, in the sense, but I think, like, that movie brought a lot of attention to him for some yeah, reason. Yeah, everybody loved him in that role. I mean, he and was... So, yeah. like, all of a sudden, everybody was like... Anton Yelchin this, Anton Yelchin that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing that he didn't do good stuff before that, um, or obviously since. Um, but it seemed like his name was like all of a sudden common after that movie. It seemed so. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah you, you look at his IMDb; it's very diverse. I mean, yeah, you know, he was in the genre too, which was really cool. I mean, he would do like the movie Barry the X, and he said he wanted to do that movie because he wanted to work with Joe Dante. So I thought that was that's really neat, and. uh he had a starring role in Charlie Bartlett, like that was like his that was his vehicle, you know. And Robert Downey's, I think, is his principal, and uh, he's like a drug dealer in high school, which I think people really enjoyed. And yeah, every time he showed, I remember seeing him when he was young, like an Alpha Dog. He was super young in that. He's a kid. He's a kid that gets kidnapped. I don't know if you guys ever seen Alpha Dog, but that's a good movie. Um, yeah, man, it's such a it's a tragic. Like, you know, he was just his career was just getting you know get going. So, so it's a bummer, man. So, break it. Well, yeah, what was that? He said something in Star Trek that was super funny. He was saying like Victor, Victor, something or other. He couldn't he say Victor, something. It was funny. Uh, yeah, man. So shout out to yes, yeah, man. R.I.P. Man, that's just uh, it's a bummer. For sure, it's just, yeah. it's just it's just a lose lose situation. Yeah, I mean, especially it's just a freak. I mean, it's just this is weird. Nobody learns anything from it. It's not you know. It's just yeah. All these people coming out and talking about great. I mean, it's just seeing how nice he was. He, he used to impress for a bunch of movies. You know what I mean? Like, just like a month ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, there he goes. He just said it. <laughs> it is slow down on that one to say yeah, it, though. Down. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. RIP for sure. So, yeah. Take the Starfleet to Enterprise to. Enterprise and the stars, and this, and this is in the galaxy. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, man. So, what you guys? Uh, so, Harley said he didn't see anything. He was too busy getting stuck in LA traffic. Oh shit! Oh, man, MCP. What? Uh, guess he cranked out some movies there in that in that week hiatus there. Yeah, you know, um, I took a week vacation, and um, during the recovery t- periods, I uh, just chilled in the fucking hotel room and watched movies. Um, uh, first one we watched was um, Batman vs Superman. Um, that was the first time you've seen it. Oh, first time I saw is it. that out? Well, if you're in a hotel, I guess. 
Yeah, I was so. able to. I was able to order it. Paid nice. ten bucks for it, but I was just like, "Oh, mom, vacation." <laughs> I don't Fuck. give a shit. He was um, high on PCP. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, put that on, and I felt, eh, it was. It felt like. Did one you of those... watch? Was that? Sorry, was it the unrated cut or? You mean know. the ultimate cut? I have no yeah. idea. Was it rated it. R? I don't know. And he didn't see. Do you remember how long it was? Nope. I don't. I'm guessing. I'm guessing the he didn't like it. <laughs> it was all right. I mean, yeah. It was. I. It entertained me for the moment, but it was honestly pretty forgettable. Um, and it felt like uh, it felt like a TV movie, like uh, just some. Just some cheap TV movie, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. sad. Yeah, Shut I did. I didn't. I didn't really. I wasn't really impressed with it. So, um, yeah, for me, it was a dollar just because I paid ten for it. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch it again. And I, I ain't a mathematician, but it sounds like you were paid by nine dollars, sir. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was gonna say you got fucked. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I didn't. I didn't dig it that much, or at all. Um, I only. You like I, Ben Affleck as Batman? Uh, no, didn't care for him as Batman or Bruce Wayne. Um, oh. uh, I think uh, the Wonder Woman was the only like cool part, maybe because she's actually good looking and like fun to look at. <laughs> but I mean, she had powers that uh, Superman had powers, but he was just I don't know. He, I, I guess, uh. I guess I'm tired of Superman too, um, but she was new. She was, she, I guess, she's a new superhero on the screen, so I think that was fun. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to spoil a lot of it, but I was, the, the, yeah. I was a little annoyed by something that they brought back from the first movie, <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I, first I don't know. what movie? Uh, the the first Cavill Superman movie, Man of Steel, the Man of Steel. Oh, movie. oh. Okay, thank you. Sorry, yeah. I, I wasn't curious. I was yeah, 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 no. Oh, man. So it sounds like Hardy's going to hate it. So that, we'll look forward to that hatred. Of- Great. <laughs> so to, tune in, tune in, folks. So you gave it a dollar, you said, even though you didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I, did, I mean, like I said, I enjoyed it first run through, but I was like, don't care to see that again. I'm so. I'm waiting for the ultimate. I'm, I'm, I'm praying to God that it's it's better. And I don't think it's why you don't you care about this movie. You give you your your superhero fatigue. You you say it yourself. Well, you I care. am. Don't get me wrong, but I am interested in a different take. You know, right. and and I think you like Man of Steel. So you're telling me oh, I like Man of Steel a lot. I, I told did. you I did. Um, I did. The fuck, go back and listen to the review, bitch. And by the way, don't tell me what I liked or didn't like, motherfucker. <laughs> um. You know, I like Zack Snyder, and I like what he did with Man of Steel. I mean, obviously, I it's Watchmen. Hollywood. I hate that one. Oh, yeah, I hate Watchmen, too. See? No, what I did not care like, for. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I like Watchmen. I hate where this is going. I liked it more than you did. Yeah, because you keep being wrong. That's what you hate about it. All right, Ray, why don't you rage uh, on all this right now, motherfucker? You quit. <laughs> You're just you because I'm not giving you more, you more cards, bitch. You're a quitter. I don't quit. I am quitting a Quit. game. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, we've seen movies. Uh, uh, give me thirty seconds. We've no, seen what, movies. What are you talking? That, this is Tony totally still talking. What are you talking about? Oh no, no, he gave his review. He gave it a dollar. Okay, then he has another movie watched. 
Uh, I'll give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, I have 10 minutes to listen to Harley Babble about something. <laughs> I said give me 30 <laughs> seconds. Oh, for fuck's 30 seconds. Click it, hit the timer. Tony, you got a 30 second timer? Uh, yeah, hang on. Alright, yeah. Time's up. Ready? Go. Now buzz me at the end of the 30 seconds. We've seen some movies that came out in the theater that were kind of eh. Kingdom of Heaven's a big one. They just weren't very successful. And then later on, we get like a director's cut, or we get like the cut that the director really wanted you to see, and it changes the movie from eh to really, really good. And so I'm crossing my fingers that this movie is another one of those examples. And I think Watchmen had a director's cut. Ah, thank you. Couldn't come back. <laughs> it's not like you haven't told that story a hundred fucking, maybe 316 times to be exact. Oh boy! He always talks about that fucking. Movie. I will say, uh, when, and I remember. Um, yeah, we know that you've said that a hundred times already. Um, I I do remember thinking, um, after watching the movie that I'm done with Zack Snyder directing super superhero movies. Whoa, whoa! What about Sucker Punch? You're a big fan of that. No, I said I'm done with him doing them now. Like continuing on, mm. like just stop. You're done. Your heyday was Sucker Punch and Watchmen. 300. It's it's bad news when somebody says you blew your load with Sucker Punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... It's like Tony's weekend. <laughs> yeah, no. I, 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 Man, of Steel, Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman make me feel like he is a one-trick pony. And mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of done with it. Mm. So, so that was Batman versus Superman. Then the next day, we uh, watched Ten Cloverfield Lane. You know, switching it up, going with some uh, more yeah, drama, you. drama horror shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, this this was good shit. Um, you goddamn right it was, motherfucker. Goodman was scary, motherfucker, man. That's he a goddamn he, he, is, he is a threatening like presence. It's just, just the fact that he's there is just like, fuck, you know? Um, I remember. He should have been dark side in Superman or in Superman. <laughs> he's sorry. Right? No, no CG right. needed. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was or good stuff. Fly. Mary Elizabeth, um, she, she was pretty good. Uh, I don't, I, it wasn't mind blowing or anything. Um, but you know, she's just got into some shit. Um, the whole intro that was supposed to, it felt like it was going to get too artsy at the beginning. The camera kept lingering on the ring and shit. And like, as she's leaving the house and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, uh, then she gets in the, into the accident and wakes up inside his place. And I'm like, all right, okay, good. It, it, it didn't, you know, dawdle too long on artsy fartsy stuff. It got right into it. Um, dawdle, huh? yeah, it didn't linger on shit that was unnecessary. Um, but it was good. It 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 definitely played on the whole who's the monster. You know what you you know that this is horror. You know that there's some kind of monsters involved. Good Goodman plays this guy who's got you know been preparing for years for um, catastrophe, and he's got his bunker and everything, and he's selling a story. And you're like, shit, it's it sound it sounds believable. He maybe he's right, and, but she keeps on finding clues that maybe he's not. And it's, it was a fun play between those two back and forth. You know, believing him, believing her, not believing anybody. Like, who the mm-hmm. fuck? And then when uh, shit goes down, it's it's um, 
it's pretty exciting. Um, the uh, I, I would have liked to see a little bit more of the main excitement, but um, for the most part, it, it, it was it was a solid dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Interested to uh, seeing that, Harley? Yeah, like I said, I I got a copy of it. I just haven't sat down and watched it. It it's heavy, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm Chris. Like we keep watching movies at night, and Chris is like, I don't want to watch anything heavy. And I'm like, Well, fuck's sake, woman! Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch something, not just fucking you know, puppy dogs and and uh, well, you, you, know. you know what's um. What's good about it is that it's heavy in the moment, but it doesn't stay with you afterwards too much. You know, like some heavy movies, you just stay up all night thinking about it. But this one's like, huh. You know, you're just like, okay, that just happened. What do you think about the ending? It worked for you? Um, Yeah, yeah. It it, it was it was one of those – I think that's one of those other things that I kind of would have liked to see more on screen. Uh, more, a little more of the ending, like stretched out a little more. Um, but um, for the most part, it worked. I mean, it was it, like I said, it didn't. I didn't think about it too long after. It was like, okay, yeah, they, all right, that's what happened. That that this this and this, cool. Um, so even though it did feel heavy in the moment, afterwards it didn't linger. So mm. you can you can go to sleep at night. Okay. Right on. <laughs> um, so next up. We watched um, Finding Dory. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, the I got I cried. God damn it! Whoa, no. shit! Whoa, yeah. The uh, machine was, uh, cried. The machine no sprung kidding. a leak, Mark man. That down the calendar. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I mean, my my eye got episodes. my eye got wet and I had rubbed it around. Shit, you know, I wasn't I wasn't balling, like, you know, into a bucket, but. Dude, it was. It, I, know was now, one... I know now why you cry. But it's something <laughs> I can never do. Liar! Holy crap! You're human after all. Yeah. Um. It was the heat out there, man. It was. It was all sweat. That's all it was. Okay. Uh, but no, this was. This was a good movie. It was. It was one of those. Um. It was like a sequel, but it 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 would kept on going, uh, having flashbacks to before, where, like it, like leading up to present time so it was really cool and it kept going back and forth it was just following dory's story pretty much um and uh like she lost her family and now you know that that's pretty much the the synopsis right the uh reunites her love everyone learns a few things about the real meaning of family along the way yeah there was a point where um it just it just hit me i was like damn that's the that that's like sacrifice and like what what family is willing to do for you type thing, and uh, maybe I was just missing my family, you know, because uh, before I left for my vacation, we did the Father's Day thing, um, and you know I missed the act because I couldn't make it for the actual Sunday Father's Day or whatever. Um, so I had family on my mind. Uh, it, we watched it um, yesterday, Monday. So uh, it was good. I, I definitely enjoyed it. This has the potential to be a slater. Damn. Is it true? Baby Dory is a also Dory. Oh my god! I, I I think I'm pretty sure Lainey had a heart attack whenever the whenever the little baby Dory was on the screen. Like she just her heart just stopped. <laughs> just a cardiac arrest right there in the seat because she she just couldn't even. 
somebody put that on Twitter. Like, it's 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 like it's like is Baby Dory easily the most adorable character Pixar has ever created? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how funny! Yeah, it was good. Or was the the, the mini movie before? Was it cool? Uh, Piper, holy shit, man, that blew my mind. Um, Whoa! The 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 special effects, the graphics were insanely realistic. Like it was, um, it was about a uh, sandpiper, the birds that um, walk along the beach and pick at the little shells that come up, you know, when the tide goes out. Mm-hmm. And so the camera was really, really close to the ground. The granules of sand on the beach looked amazing, and they had a really short focal length in in their um, in their short, so that. It kept on darting around, and it just looks so cool. Like the feathers on the birds, and and the water, and the and the sand. I was just like, "Fuck, this looks good." There, yeah. <laughs> Hollywood is getting really, really good at things that used to be a dead giveaway. Water, like hair, hair sand, yep. anything that there was like a Fire. lot. There was a ra- yeah, fire is a very good one. Like randomness to it. You know, just like even like an animal moving. Like I remember the first time we saw um, the Planet of the Apes. Jumanji. Really, I don't remember Jumanji being. I I have to. I would have to rewatch. When it first came out, like CG was really cool, but now when you watch, like, eh. yeah, eh, not so much. But like, go back and rewatch Planet of the Apes, and you're like, Mm -hmm. damn. And some of those scenes, the apes are like photorealistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially if CG starts at the end. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's pretty much all CG. Um, but they're getting so good at shit that back in the old days, and I mean back in the old days, like, you know, six years ago, was a dead fucking giveaway. An animal was on screen that had hair, and you're like, that's fucking fake. Because all the hair looked the same or whatever. And this, now you're talking about, like, grains of sand, something, you know, the wind would blow it, and it's just going to be... There's just a randomness to it. I don't know what the fuck we're going to do, man. We're going to be watching these movies and we're not going to know which is which. I don't know. Yeah, so it was, it was definitely the short was good. Uh, the movie was good. So dollar for both. I'd buy that for a dollar. With the potential of a Slater, you said. Yeah, definitely potential for Slater because um, I enjoyed the shit out of that. That was that was that was a lot of fun. I mean, you hit all the spectrum. You mean you, you, uh, you got a little sci-fi horror there. You got a little... Right, Pixar actually got a little superhero. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you covered everything. That's that was all from all three different nights. Uh, yeah, all three different nights. Yep. And then today we came back and we watched Warcraft. Mm. Catching it oh, again. Oh shit! We revisited it, um, giving it a chance to be to be a Slater. Um, problem is, <laughs> I've been lacking sleep. I'm tired as fuck. I was I as soon as I sat down, I was falling asleep. <laughs> so mm. it was. It was so hard. I feel like it somebody started. on our Facebook said it was it's the most Slater yeah, movie. Yeah, the oh, most Slater, Slater yeah, fucking movie. I I've never seen her react to a movie the way she reacted to this movie. She loved the shit yeah, out of it. Why that movie? I yeah, don't why? know. What's I don't a, know. What about I, it I think the just... main thing is that orcs are fucking ugly, but she still backed him up. Like she still liked him. Like the main orc um, seems like a really good guy. And she was in their corner, but he's ugly as fuck. It's like normally, she, if 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 they're scary looking, she she's like, no, I they're they're scary. I can't like them because they're scary. <laughs> but uh, um, 
they did won she, her. Did she play the game? Uh, no, no. I tried to get her into it. She made it to like level four. So, um, and this didn't make her want to play at all. She just <laughs> it, it didn't want to get it. Didn't get hooker in that way. She just wants to hear the story, but doesn't want to play the game. Doesn't even want to watch me play the game. So I was like, damn it. I was, I was holding out mm. hope for that shit. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it was, it's, it's really not, it feels like it's unfair to give it that Slater chance because I was tired as fuck. About 40 minutes into it, I woke the fuck up and I was in. So it feels <laughs> like it has, yeah, no, it's like, because there's a lot of talking in, in the first half of the movie. Oh fuck all that! Who's got time for that? And it's and it's setting up you know the backstory of why you know the orcs and where they came from and the humans blah blah blah. Um, and so he's like, yeah, I played the game for nine years. Let's wrap this shit up. I know. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's like this story has nothing to do with the game I played. This story takes place like a hundred years before World of Warcraft. So it's it's not directly related. There's a lot of things that you recognize, um, but and a lot of names that you recognize, but it's not the same storyline. Um, the first Warcraft game that was a real time strategy that was a a DOS game <laughs> on on the PC. Um, oh, weird. Yeah, that's because yeah, I played World of Warcraft, so it's totally different than that. Thing. It's totally different. Yeah. So oh, in shit. fact, it's 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 funny because I hear people like walking out of the theater. And they're like, yeah, man, I played the game. I played World of Warcraft, but this, I, th- these guys weren't even, aren't in the game. And they're like mad. And I'm like, do you not, re- they don't realize that there's other games that came before World of Warcraft. There's yeah. three Warcraft two and three. Um, all three are real time strategy games and blah, blah, blah. But those, it, it, this one has to do with the first one when orcs first started met humans. Um, which is which is cool. It, it was it was a really cool setup, um, mm. but because I already saw the movie once, the 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 dialogue to tell the story again wasn't wasn't getting me. Like it's like, nope. Um, I, I checked out. I was falling asleep. But then once once the action started picking up and the conflict started going on again, I was in again. So it's like, it's it's like. It feels like it's a really low Slater, a really high buy it for a dollar. It's right on the edge. Mm-hmm. I I would watch it again and give it another chance when I'm not, you know, so tired coming from a week vacation. Um, so at this point, Lane Lane gave it another a full on fucking whatever she said, shit eating fucking movie, whatever you know, Slater fucking movie. Yeah, um, yeah, she gave it a full on Slater. Um, I, I feel like it, I'm not giving it a fair chance. So it's a full on dollar again. I'd buy that for a dollar. And it's, it, it's, it's right on the edge. Like, I, I swear I'm going to go see it a third time probably. And just the fact that I go see it a third time should probably give it a slater. Um, but, uh, yeah. So that's where we're at. All right. All right. And that's it. That was it. Oh, that's, that's all the extras. That's all mine. Okay. Fonzo. Yeah, I went to the theater on last Monday, and um, I wanted to see The Conjuring too because Danilo really wanted to see it. He was a big fan of the first one, so I'm like, "Let's go!" So I asked Jeff, "I'm like, hey, let's make this our Monday movie." And he's like, "Nope, I ain't gonna go see it. I don't want to see it. Dude's terrified. Afraid he's gonna have nightmares. Doesn't want to see it. He saw the first one. Has no no desire to see this one." I'm like, huh. "Okay." 
So we also went saw it. Lorraine and Ed Warren traveled to North London to help a single mother raising four children alone in a house plagued by a malicious spirit. Now, it's based on a somewhat true story of the Enfield portrait guys that took place in London. Uh, if you guys did, any of you seen the first one? Yeah, I saw it. I remember seeing it. Slightly okay, forgettable, yes. but I remember it being entertaining enough. Okay, so yeah, Patrick Wilson and Barbara Flamingo return as the Warrens. Well, you know, they do these. Like, in fact, at the very, uh, um, at the spoiler for the first one, they talk about the Amityville at the end of the first one, right? So in the beginning of the new one, they actually are in the Amity house and they're going through it and everything, which is kind of cool. They'll throw back. Um, but the new one is they're helping this poor little girl out in London. Um, and you got Patrick Wilson back as one, like I said, and they're, they're fantastic. I love seeing them together. They, they work great together. I, I can see more moves with them. Um, and this one really worked too. This one had spooky moments that at one point Denali jumped off his seat, which made me laugh so hard. Um, all the negative things I have is like, they focus like on too many, too many, like, um, like too many scared, not too many scared, but too many like bad guys. Like they, they were focusing on this one story about this one man that died at the house. But then they also have this like weird, like almost like a kaleidoscope kind of lampish kind of thing that the kid plays. And it's got this weird character called the crooked man that's in it. And he comes out alive during the, during the movie. And it's like, really, it seems like, I don't know. Like it's it's too much with him. They also have this demonic nun that comes up, that comes up a couple times here and there. And it's just like too many, like too many cooks in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the only problem too, it's like two hours and fourteen minutes. It's like a, it's a tad bit long. Like I'd say a good twenty, maybe thirty minutes chopped off. It'd be a lot tighter film and a lot better. But overall, still, I really enjoyed it. The scares are great. The tensions. James Wan. This is a little house. Like he he just did fast. What seven? He came back to to do horror again. Um, cause this, this is, you know, yeah. I mean, remember at WonderCon 20, we, we met the, the um, some of the women at, uh, at the panel for the first conjuring. Remember that, Tony? Where the, the lady was doing the clapping in the stairs from the basement? Oh, you remember man. that scene, huh? Yeah, you totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember, yeah. 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 The clapping, um, the clapping so, shit. Yeah, so this one, yeah, it's, he, like I said, he, it's a beautiful looking film. He just knows how to move the camera, like, in these really cool, unique ways. And it's just genuinely scary and intense, and so I definitely buy it for a high. It's a high buy a dollar. I buy that for a dollar. Could have been a lot better if it just just still a tad too long, you know. Mm. But not as long as this next movie I saw. Mm. That is uh, Transformers: Age of Extinction, 2014. This one's different because it stars Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark. It's the fourth one in the series. This movie is two hours and 45 minutes long, y'all. Autobots must escape sight from a bounty hunter who has taken control of the human serendipity. Unexpectedly, Optimus Prime and his remaining gang turn to a mechanic, his daughter, and her backstreet racing boyfriend for help. Backstreet racing boyfriend, who's Australian, might, and he does rally cars. He's a Chevy, like, little two-door, well, badass rally car, because they have a badass chasing. After watching this, I was like, you seen it? Oh, yeah, of course. I've seen all these fucking movies. So... Um, after watching that chase, you know, I'm like, man, you know what? Who'd make a badass Fast and Furious director? Motherfucking Michael Bay. Michael Bay, of course. That's badass chasing, man. And then he has the cheesy liners like they do in the movie. Dude, he'd be fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Wahlberg's full on Marky Mark in this. He has his what? Moments, you know? He's got this you hot mean like, I'm a shitty actor moments? Yeah, yeah. Cause, you know, sometimes he's good, you know? Something in this one, he's just fucking funny. But then you got like, Big names like Stanley Twitch and Kelsey Grammer, you know, but they kind of phoning it in. Um, 
they had T.J. Miller, who's who's like the, the comedy relief, but then they whack, they kill him off in the very beginning. It's not a spoiler. Fucking kill him off. Um, and then the whole time, I'm like, oh yeah, this movie was famous in the trailer because they had fucking Dinobots. And I'm like, I keep looking at my wrist on my phone or watch, but if I did, I'd keep looking at it. I'm like, when the fuck do the Dinobots come out? 30 minutes left into the movie, they finally show up. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But, like we said before, um, you know, there was that whole argument before we used to hate on CG, but after that video Harley sent us or whatever, or somebody sent it, we're like, we looked at it a different way, you know, when, yeah. when it's worked well. And this fucking movie with fucking giant robots and cars transforming and explosions, like, it doesn't ever look fake to me, like, at all. Like, this, the special effects in this, like, it must be ILM in on them, because, it, like, like when shit, like, a fake robot you know, rolls on the ground, you see the ground moving, the, the cars flipping in the air, the dirt coming up. And it always looks fucking real. Like, you know, in other movies when they do big CG like that, you can always tell. With this yeah. one, you can never tell. The special effects next scenes are always incredible. Like, that's his, that's his forte, right? I mean, he just, he just kills in it, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I still like the third one better, like the, the, the last scene. I think I was just more invested in the characters and just liked it more. Um, this one, like I said, fucking took too long for the Dinobots. And then he had to kind of control them. Like, he had to, like, Bitch slap a uh, fucking what's his name Grimlock or the main T Rex one. Bitch, I had it slap him around a couple of times, something to help him. I'm like, wait, I thought you're they're your friends. Why are you hitting him? And he finally just, I mean, he's so big that he can jump on top of the, on the back of him, you know. So, um, but it was cool to see him fight like the like John Goodman's in it too. Speaking of John Goodman, he's he's yeah, one of the robots. Sure. Yeah, he's he's pretty great too in it. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, just a. Uh, just way too fucking long. I mean, they just they cut that shit down, and they're making yeah, another like, one now, and it's like, what this has to be two hours and forty five minutes. Why? I don't get it. You know? Right? Why but does that, he have to keep shitting out these movies? Because he, because they shit out money for him. Like he's probably making so much money off these fucking things. Are you kidding me? I know. I just wish somebody else would take that home just to see what they would do. I know? wish they would just stop making them. <laughs> I mean. I don't. I don't. Cars are slipping. Their blow explosion. It's dude. It's it's fun. I ain't gonna lie. Well, I I get that too. But there's you can do that with other movies. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to fucking. It doesn't need to be fucking Transformers to have cars flipping shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's the the frustrating thing is there's so much there there's so much talent in effects department wasted on on Hollywood. Because these fucking Transformers movies. Because they're going to make money. Because kids are going to say, Mom, Dad, take me to go see this fucking movie. And Mom, Dad's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. So, yeah, it's a very dirty, crumbled up dollar, though. I mean, it's not the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And it can be entertaining. Like, I, like it, the subwoofer that I got, it, it, this is what it was meant oh, for. Oh, I'm it's sure. Just, it's just a good I'm time. sure, yeah, yeah. This yeah. movie is just meant for that. So I can't complain when I'm hearing an explosion. It just sounds like the windows rattling. And I go outside, check on the boys, and then I can still hear it. I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Especially after seeing the homework. I wanted to see another Michael Bay movie, so I chose that one. Mm. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. And then real quick, I don't know if I talked about it before, but I finished Voltron. It was awesome. Episodes Netflix all the way you through. You saw them all? Yeah. Cool. The I first just, show I, just, I finally binged on Netflix. Damn. I saw the first one. Okay. Oh, the full one hour one? Yeah, the first episode. So yeah, what, what were your thoughts then? It's fun. I mean, it's, it was too silly for Lanny. Um, like, I started mm-hmm. playing it and, uh, we just needed something quick to help us go to sleep and she's, she's playing on her phone. I'm like, 
fuck you then. So I put on my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm putting this on then. Yeah, yeah. Fucking millennial. Yeah, it was silly, but it's fun. It's, 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 it's just fun. The characters are good. They, they, they balance it really well. Like, and I say, and if you had seen Korra and Avatar, you would get that humor. You would understand oh, it. Oh, gotcha. Nah, I don't need to watch it. it before, I don't know? need to understand it. it. It was good in and of itself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's hilarious. It be, the animation's it, gorgeous, right? It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's cool looking. It's definitely cool. I, I, what do you it think? For sure. Like the, 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 like the storyline of everybody and just like the change up. Cause like in this one, Shiro, is this running the black one and and the original it was Keith that was in the black one. I don't I don't remember the original enough to care oh, to oh, compare it. I mean yeah so it worked for me like I, look, I really look at the lines are badass too huh oh yeah 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 I love it's not just CG when it's them and I don't remember um like if the lions had different traits you know like the, his yellow one is thick with armor and like the red one is temperamental and stuff like that I don't remember if the first one had that kind of stuff. But I definitely thought it was cool in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love when the yellow one is just, like, just fucking charges at things. He's just <laughs> yeah. He's head first with a chest. You know, he's like, no. hey, man, thanks for saving me. My, he, but he said he was like, uh, oh, no, I was just trying to fly this fucking thing. <laughs> no, my favorite, yeah. He uh, he belly flopped those two fighters. That's what it was, <laughs> He just yeah. jumped and plump. <laughs> he goes, I was just trying to get out of the way. I was just trying to get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, hunk. It's good stuff. You know who Hunk is? He was uh, one of the guys from um, Tucker and Dale, the big one, the guy with the beard. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he's Hunk. Yeah, yeah. I like Lance. I like Pete. I like he. I like all. I love all. I love it. I just. I had such a good time. I love the animation. I'm all in, dude. I, I, I thought I remember the original. Um, had a girl as one of the pilots, or a pink. See, later on they do like the the prince gets into the blue one. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, like something. Yeah, I'm trying to remember something happened to Kit because like Keith was in the blacks, and then Lance goes into the red one, and then and then the princess joins into the blue one. I think when somebody got upgraded. I just remember there being a pink character in there. That was her uniform, but yeah, she yeah the she uniform was lion, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only thing that that I thought about. I was like, wait a minute, I thought there was a like a girl in the group, um, but it was cool. So you, I mean, yeah, so you gonna continue it? Probably, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right on, yeah, dude. It's a lot of fun. It's it's really it's. I, I dug it. Like I said, it it uh, the very first episode's great. Like the the fucking the armor is cool. The spaceships are cool. Like that flying thing he had. He's like, hey, big man, um, go left. Those oh, cars yeah. are chasing him, and, he, and it just makes him tilt that cool looking speeder bike. You know that floating like speeder bike he has. You know. Yeah, yeah. So say, big man, turn right, and he dodges those cars. That's so badass. Dude. I loved it. Yeah. Cool man, yeah. So I guess I get the first season later. I loved it. I had a great time. <laughs> cool. Absolutely. All right, right. That on, was right on. Cool. I can't say I can't let him say movie. <laughs> that was a fucking show. That's oh yeah, we I just cut it off right there. Yeah. <laughs> so that you know that little, you know that little movie that you watched that Finding Door movie. Uh huh. It crushed in the box office. You know. Hmm. Want to let him know, Harley? You want to let him know? Just hit him with that you shit. Can if you want. Stat, some stats real quick. I get another drink. Yeah, all right. Give me the opening weekend. So they uh, Finding Nemo came out. Let's see here. Let's do this box office mojo. Small one. What happened? Stop talking. No, I, I'm pulling it up. Oh, 
So, uh, so yeah, um, you're, uh, the Conjuring 2, uh, made $14.8 million, was number three. Another movie, Central Intelligence, came out. And, uh, that was The Rock and Kevin Hart. They just keep putting Kevin Hart with other main actors and he just keeps yeah. making money because okay. why not? Um, I didn't even know it was coming out. $35.5 million, which they're probably pretty happy about. They only put $50 million at the movie. Oh, yeah. um, so it's already, like, you know, done pretty well. I mean, so we're in summertime now. People are going to the movies, you know. Um, and and then uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they threw $135 million at that. It's already out of the top five, number seven. Mm. It's only made $71 million domestically. Mm. So I don't think that money, that motherfucking movie is going to make its back money, a lot of money through money. Back. <laughs> what? It's Jesus not going to make its that? money back. Yeah, I know. I'm all over the place. Um, I think the big, as of right now, probably the biggest failure is Alice Through the Looking Glass. It cost $170 million. Mm. It was number eight. And it has so far made $69 million domestically. Oh, shit. So it's $100 million behind. Um, it has made 167 foreign. So, you know, if you add everything up, it's made money. But the 170 doesn't probably doesn't include marketing. So mm-hmm. it's probably still been a bust. So, um even X-Men Apocalypse hasn't made its money back yet. 178 million, grand total 146 million. So maybe we're starting to see sort of the diminishing returns on these, these sequels. Um, I say that, but Captain America Civil War has so far made $400 million. You say that, and you're, and, you, and you're about to get to a sequel that made how much money in number one? Well, and interestingly enough, you know, <laughs> Finding Nemo is like one of the more I would argue like lesser known Pixar films. Mm, um, I disagree. Yeah, and see, uh, I, maybe I say that just because I never, I never actually saw it. It's oh, like you've never one, seen. I know, I know. We we always have this fucking conversation, <laughs> and you never seen Wally, motherfucker. So you watch Wally, and I'll watch fucking Finding Nemo. So, Wally's um, boring. But um, it made seventy million dollars on its opening weekend back in two thousand and three. So, mm. like that ain't nothing to fucking laugh at. <laughs> but the sequel made a hundred and thirty-five million on its <laughs> opening weekend. Put that in your pipe and smoke. Oh shit! Starring the voice talents of Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, degenerate. So, um. You call it degenerate? Yeah, it's always been the joke. So. Oh. It's um, always been the joke, really? Yeah. No so, one laughed. No. <laughs> See? The whole fucking, yeah, uh, podcast listeners. It was a sympathy laugh right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tony said, you know, uh, possible Slater. So, um, you know, I'm. Uh, this Pixar never fucks and disappoints. They just keep just coming up with, you know, a, not original but entertaining. Um, Inside Out, I think was was original. Um, 
But uh, yeah, people, man, they they wanted to see some motherfucking fish, gay fish. So, um, was was the fish in the movie Tony gay? <laughs> the, the, was there a gay <laughs> fish? In the movie? Fuck. <laughs> Just oh my, my god! My non-racist, but um, remember, one of my teenage daughters is gay, so um, obviously, I'm, I'm so it's okay. So it's saying? okay. Yeah, of course. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I mean, one of those kids are asking that. Mom, oh, is that fish gay? So uh, yeah, 135 million dollars on its opening weekend. So and it's getting rave reviews. So um, more power to them. Um, keep shitting them out and uh, make it, and people will come. Hey, hey, so was every movie you ordered on the hotel ten bucks? Uh, yeah, some are twelve. I avoided those. Jesus. <laughs> I like how Tony's like, I'll give you I'll give you, 10. I'll give you ten. But $10. Yeah. Twelve dollars. You fucking okay. crossed the line, man. <laughs> That's gone too far. Seriously. That's right. You gotta have limits, man. Yeah. I hear you. Oh man. So we'll move right along then. So yeah. so today, since it's Austin three it's this three sixteen and he's a sports entertainer, I figured we'd do something fun this evening. And review the movies, the homework and extra credit, with a little sports cliche quotes. (laughs) That's right. If you've ever seen a post-interview or an interview after the game, you know, these athletes, they like to say a lot of things sometimes. They like to say the same things over and over again. So I thought we'd try something different by reviewing the movies as if we were athletes to get out of the game. So without any further ado, I chose the homework, and I chose 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Starring John Krasinski of The Office and uh, written by Chuck Hogan and directed by Michael Bay. So after seeing that movie, I was kind of on a Michael Bay kick. So that's why I checked out that new Transformers movie. Um, but during an attack on a U.S. compound in Libya, a security team struggles to make sense out of the chaos. So, Harley, I go to you, my friend. I uh, I gave this movie 110% <laughs> watching it. That's the only. That's the only line I know. Second freeze. Um, you know, it was it was a team effort. Me and Chris watched this movie together. I couldn't have done it without her. I couldn't have watched a movie without her. <laughs> Michael Bay. There's no I in in Michael Bay, except for there is an I in Michael Bay. <laughs> 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 yeah I don't know what did you think Fonzo <laughs> you know um, yeah Michael Bay he sure gave it a great worth of work ethic you know and uh, I, I'd agree with you he totally gave it 100% um, you know there's other movies that have done uh, other war movies and they they, uh, they they maybe they just wanted it more than Michael Bay mm. he couldn't help himself you know what I mean he put the American flag up there tremendous upside you know um he, but he, you know, he stepped up his game this time. Instead of doing Transformers movie, he did something different. So you know, Michael you gotta, Bay, he he really took it to the next level. I think. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna say that. You know, when they played with it within within themselves, you know, yeah, they accomplished a lot. You know what I mean? And he really stepped up his game. Absolutely, for sure. You know, but sometimes you got you just gotta take it one game at a time, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One movie at a time. 
Yes, exactly right. One hour at a time. Exactly right, you know, at the end of the day, you know. 13 hours. Exactly right. At the end of the day, you know, say you put out a good product, you know what I mean? Everyone gave it a great effort. What about you, MCP? No comment. You didn't see the movie? No, it's just no comment. Oh, okay. It's the only cliche I know. I I don't watch sports. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure nobody has any idea what you guys think about the movie. What are you talking about? No, of course not. (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad idea is from an entertaining standpoint, but yeah, like Tony said. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, shit. I literally Googled sports cliches. <laughs> you must be on the same page I am. You were yeah. reading, I was reading one and you, you read it right after. I was looking yes. right at it you read it. ESPN.go.com. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> oh, that's you think Tony would have pulled that shit out I know. Of I sense. thought he would for sure start looking stuff up. Oh, shit. That's so funny. Yeah, so oh. what do you think, MC? What do you think of the movie? Alligator arms. What the fuck? What the oh, fuck? It said sports cliches used in sports announcing. Alligator arms. All right. I never. You can't play defense. You got small arms. I don't know. I don't know. That's new for me. Uh, but dude, John Krasinski's buff. What the fuck? Yeah, he did get swole, didn't he? he Yeah. Um, I remember him as what Chuck. No, that's Zachary Levi. That's, that's Zachary Levi. Oh, I always convince. I confuse. They are interchangeable. <laughs> so who who is this guy? This guy He's from the office. He's Jim Halpert. Oh, the office again. Yeah, skinny dude. Um, but he was convincing. Like I was like, he, the that first scene when they're he, he joins his friend and whatnot. The girl's like, I've been I've been deployed for two years. He's like, I've been you know thirteen years. I was like, yeah, I, I believe the dude. You know. Um, having you, that beard, that sweet beard helps. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's true. Manly beards. You wait, 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 wait! Everybody had the sweet beard. You goddamn right they did. Every motherfucker in this movie was rocking the beard and or mustache. Yes, sir. I thought it was <laughs> slightly overdone. Oh, <laughs> fuck a dick! Eat a fucking cock sandwich, you fucking. Oh, there's come coming for the guy who has a beard. Just because you can't grow a mustache, bro. Don't be upset. Don't be I can grow a mustache now. It's, I, it's no, you can't. I, I can success for about six months now. I can grow a mustache. Your, your mustache can't even give it 110%, all right? <laughs> can't even take it to the next level. You take right? it one hair follicle at a time. Yeah. Well, first off, you got to thank God, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a mustache by now, see? Hey, that's, your, that's your problem. Yeah, we're just focusing on ourselves right now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we cut Tony off. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Uh, well, at least I talked about the movie. <laughs> you guys said anything about the movie? Yeah, I have the utmost respect for the team. I mean, the movie. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, I like the movie. I don't. Know. I, 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 um, it was really weird seeing Jim Halpert like that from the office to see. Like, can he do it? But like, Michael Payne must have seen something in him. You know, because everybody else is like a real man's man. I'm, when he was there, I'm like, eh, all right, we'll see how he can do. Because everybody else is rocking the sweet beard. They're buff. They look, they look like they, you know, they do that shit for reals, you know. Like, this guy looked like he just did six weeks of training and then came out there. So, but he was all right. He he, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't that bad. Um, but it was just, it just got exciting. Like, once, you know, shit's going down and on the roof, they're going to work together. 
Um, I don't know how true it is, you know, because Michael Bay likes to, you know, maybe change some things around a little bit. Yeah, I I did a little bit of research, and uh, it's it's certainly not. Uh, you know, sometimes we we hear the uh, um, based on a true story, and it's the name is based on a book that was based on a true story that is. And from from the official tellings, this actually seems fairly accurate. So, um, obviously, I'm sure some of the action is embellished and whatnot. But um, yeah, um, yeah, I, I I think some of that's uh, pretty accurate. The, the 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 two different compounds being attacked over the course of the the night is true. The 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 fatalities is true. Um, so. I think it's um for once in a while we get a movie like this that is entertaining and does the material justice in the sense of it it makes you sort of appreciate the position of the people um or or what they went through and so you have a little more like empathy or sympathy for them and and I think um the the action is done well enough and the 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 um charisma and the not charisma but the 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 testicular fortitude yeah well no like the brotherhood of the characters i think for sure uh bay gets a good performance from some relatively unknown actors and uh and there's even a pinch of that you know michael bay humor that isn't overdone, which I was kind of surprised and happy with. Yeah, it we seemed didn't to get, fit. You know, yeah, exactly. We didn't get like gangster transformers kind of thing. You know what I mean? It like it felt real, like a little bit of banter. You know, kind of like the early Bad Boys films when the cops buddy films kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I was actually quite surprised at how how much I enjoyed the film. It 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 reminded me that Michael Bay can do good movies. It, it just feel it seems like in his contract is you're gonna shit out a Transformers movie every two years, and it has to be shitty, and it has to be way too long. It's like some movie this, studio saw like Michael Bay kill like, a hooker and put his trunk and dumped her in the ocean. They saw him do that. <laughs> So they got him locked down. They're like, dude, got to make about fifty Transformers movies. You know, uh, we won't say a word. He's like, all right, you got me. You're so right. I don't know what the fuck it is, but mm-hmm. that's exactly what it seems like. And it's frustrating <laughs> to say the least. Because this was a fun movie. It showed. It wasn't that's an what... overly. It wasn't, you know, this crazy over budget. I think it was like sixty million dollars, something like that. Big crazy plot with a bunch of different characters. You're just gonna get confused. Yeah. You know, to the point, yeah, gets exactly. to it. Yeah. It, the the shootout, even some of the driving scenes, the action scenes were good. Um, you felt like you were there. I, don't, I didn't pay attention to where it was shot, but it just everything felt well done. And just, he should have just went left. Yeah, <laughs> God, that was pretty funny. Fucking sad is what it was. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it, um, even though it was two hours twenty five minutes long. And that was when I hit play. I was like, okay, but I don't know what the fuck. 
And, you know, 30 minutes into it, there hasn't been any action, but we've had a couple moments of like, <gasps> you know what I mean? But then finally when the action does come, it's pretty relentless for probably 45 minutes with just little pauses. Yeah. And when it's all said and done, I'm like, well, I, we watched it in one fucking sitting. You know what I mean? The pacing was good. Normally, two and a half hour long movie, it takes me two sittings to get through. When I'm watching it at home, two sittings. Yeah, and I have I have the luxury of pausing, and we paused it, you know, to put the kids to sleep, make some popcorn. I mean, so ultimately, the movie probably took two hours and forty five minutes to watch, but we wanted to know what was going to happen next. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, he's got experience. Bay has, he knows what he's doing. Um, you know, and it's a team effort, really, ultimately. <laughs> and uh, I think I think that the DP and the editor and you know all that shit they came through they came through in in the in a pinch and, and, and you know the clutch and, <laughs> and they won it in OT so uh, <laughs> you know it was getting to sudden death you're right no, yeah so a lot of injuries a lot of fun yeah a lot of injuries but um, well through. They fought through it, and uh, ultimately, they're champions. Severe, so. uh, and yeah, you know, at the end of the day, they're champions. That's right. Yeah. So. MCP. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree with Harley. I mean, it, it was definitely a lot of fun. Um, I think the that there was a a realism to the tension, like they put you in the in the situations. Because there's two there's two types of movies that I realize I'm kind of burned out on. It's a crime movies and war movies. And mm. so when this was assigned, I was like, eh, well, we'll see. You know, I, I, I didn't had high hopes. Um, but it, it, it was actually really good. It well paced. It, um, it got me hooked into the story, into the characters. I definitely want to see what was going on. But, um, the, the situations that they were in, um, the, the, the house being on fire and the, them, them just, a, yeah. assaulting the, that that first compound it's like holy shit like you someone says they assaulted the compound and you have a mental image of it but it doesn't doesn't really feel dangerous when you at least when i've thought of it like if someone were to say that they're they're gonna they're, they're attacking the compound i'm like yeah that fucking sucks but this movie made me actually feel like holy shit the terror that i would feel if I actually saw that, like the guy's looking at the security monitor and he just sees them pouring in, it's like, fuck, you know, you're screwed, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, uh, and, and seeing them in the second compound when they're all like sneaking in and they're just, and they're, they're through the zombie field and what are the zombie land? Yeah, they kept calling it that. Yeah. And it just, it just felt like I, I felt what the, the terror that I would feel if I were in that situation. Um, which is, is, is not very common, um, in war movies. It, it's, it's hard to get that, the, the true feeling of like, shit, that would suck. Usually it's, it's more of a, you think about the words, but you don't actually feel the feeling. I remember fe- I felt like as if I were uh, empathy for, for their situation. Like, damn, you know, no air support, no nothing's coming. Um, mm-hmm. they got hundreds and hundreds of these guys coming at you. Um, or when they, or when they got the, what the, the 17, what is it? The, the youth, the, whatever team that 17 that they were, they were trying to team up with. 
And like, who the, who are you? <laughs> they don't know who they are. They're they're not wearing the uniforms. Mm-hmm. And they're walking around. And there's a bunch of people with weapons. Yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. Like, and dude, like, like, yo, what are you doing coming out of the, the bushes fuck? like that? I'm yeah. gonna shoot you. <laughs> and they can't shoot him. They can't shoot him. Yeah, much. it's like it's fucking rule of engagement. Yeah, you gotta fucking just you know wait they shoot you first or whatever. Man. I mean, they did shoot that one guy that had that Molotov. You know, he's like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Right when he raised his hand, he's ready to launch it. Right. He got shot, but he had already thrown it in the air. Mm-hmm. But still, it's one of those it, it, like they they can't do anything until the, the it's imminent danger, and that, that's 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 fucking stressful, man. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I was stressed. I think that's what it was more than anything. Watching this movie, I felt stress. <laughs> it's like, and I'm I'm sure it's nothing like what they felt, but the fact that I felt any, I right. was like, damn, <laughs> the movie did a good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think one of the things we haven't brought up is um, this movie's rated R. And we see some really graphic, gory injuries at the end of the movie. Or oh, towards yeah. the end of the movie, I should say. Mm-hmm. And it never felt gratuitous. And it did, I think, and obviously I haven't been to war and I don't know. But, you know, it. I feel like... If what, you know, if there was an explosion next to you and it happened, you know, chances are you're going to have your bones sticking out of your skin. And the movie doesn't shy away from it. And I think it makes it feel more authentic. It's not like blood flying across the screen like a, you know, like a Robert Rodriguez grindhouse film. You know what I mean? Like blood packets under explosions. It just (laughs) felt like they were trying to make it as accurate as possible. And and again, you know, I'm no war veteran or here or or, you know, expertise or expert. But it just felt it made the movie feel more authentic. And it continually kind of ramped up as the movie went on towards the end, you know, mm-hmm. till the end when the you know when they're getting uh they're getting uh um um uh what are the those those grenades get lobbed. The, um, the mortars. Mortars, thank you. The mortars. Mm-hmm. When the mortars come, Fuck, man. Um, you're just like, oh, god damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? And then obviously we find out at the end, historically speaking, accurately, he did have some, you know, and he they actually reconnected it. And I'm like, wow, that's some fucking fast. That's amazing. Um, but, uh, you see it, and and a lot of these, you know, movies that are, you know, they have to do well. They make them PG thirteen, and they and they cut a lot. They we see a lot of the violence, so to speak, but but they cut out all the blood because the blood is the big one, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I applaud them for going ahead and saying, "Hey, let's just make this rated R," and you know, we're not going to make it. You know, rated R just so we can just constantly throw blood at the screen, you know, every 15 minutes because then you just get kind of, you know, desensitized to it. I think, you know, we don't really have any for the first hour and a half of the movie probably. You know, it isn't until the end, kind of the last 30, 40 minutes do we really see it. And then it just keeps amping up and then you just kind of, you just keep going, fuck, 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 man. Mm-hmm. And um, it just ramps up that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's Michael Bay or if he's got a fabulous fucking editor. Or, right. Um, 
he's just, he's directed so many shitty Transformers movies, and I didn't like the 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 last non Transformer movie he did either. Um, Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. I didn't care for that shit at all. Oh wow. Um, yeah, me neither. Um, but this one was good, and uh, it 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 just goes to show that either him or his supporting team uh, knows what the fuck they're doing. So. Yeah, this is a really high dollar. I I, I don't wouldn't I'd give it a Slater. You know, um we've seen a lot of war movies and um you know, this is one of the better ones for sure. Um but I don't I I wouldn't put it in my top 5 probably. Um but especially for a modern day, you know, modern uh and it's again based on true story. So, um yeah, I give it a, I give it, I give them props for sure and um uh, I, yeah, I just keep wish. I wish he kept making these kind of movies yeah, and less sure. fucking fake ass robots. Because <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's in the next Transformers movie. Yep. So, but anyways, yeah, um, yeah, it's my yeah. dollar too. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yep, it's my dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Who had the extra credit? Oh boy, extra credit. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, I uh I totally I... forgot to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you still forgot to watch it? Yeah. Right when we said that when I said extra credit, I was like, I didn't see the extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> had a whole had a whole Motherfucker extra... I had two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. How long? <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Um What'd you guys think? Well, um, let Tony take the the reins on this. <laughs> oh, you pass yeah. it to your teammate. Yeah, I signed it. Uh, I'll I only signed it because I remember watching it as a kid, watching something about alienation as a kid, um, and figured why not. But I think I, after watching this, I don't think I ever saw this. I think I saw the show, like the yeah. TV show, because um, this did not look familiar at all. So it probably ended up being homework. Harley, did you watch it before? Do you know if you? No, I've never seen this movie. Yeah, so this was. I mean, no, I never saw this movie before. I mean, I recognize the aliens, you know? (laughs) That's that's about it. Um, So, yeah, a few years from now, Earth will have the first contact with an alien civilization. These aliens, known as newcomers, slowly begin to be integrated into human society after years of quarantine. And we follow James Kahn, or is it Kahn? Kahn? I think it's Kahn. 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 Oh. <laughs> he's a yeah. He's a detective, and he gets uh, grouped up with. Well, first he gets his buddy, you know, his first partner blasted by some by some of these newcomer aliens. That old cliche. <laughs> mm. Um, but then he gets assigned like the first newcomer who gets promoted to detective on the planet, <laughs> and he gets and he chooses him to be his partner so that he can go after these other aliens that kill his buddy. That old chestnut. Mhm. And um and this alien detective is like a the goody two shoes kind of like like really good goody goody cop. That be Mandy Patinkin. Um yeah, San Francisco. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Samuel George Francisco. That's his real name. Uh-huh. And you know the the whole the, the the like the good cop he's always playing it 
straight arrow worked only because he was an alien. Um, <laughs> the fact that he's an alien didn't like the whole alien concept. I I, did, I wasn't buying it. I had to really force myself to buy into it in order to watch in order to watch the movie. Um, but once in that context, I was like, yeah, okay. If there's aliens coming down, and if it happened to be like this, I guess it kind of makes sense that there'd be this, you know, goody cop that's following just, just trying to follow the rules, straight arrow type type guy. I was like, okay, I, I could kind of buy it. Um, but later in the movie, he does um, he does reveal he has a he has a darker side, which which was kind of cool. Eh, you know, just I guess it just. Make, makes it a little different. Mm. Um, but overall, it was it was a pretty forgettable movie. I watched this two weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> and, How long? Uh, oh, sorry. Two weeks <laughs> ago. Uh, okay. Yeah, I watched it pretty quickly. Um, yeah. The next night after after we assigned it, and so it's like it, it's tough to remember. I think there was some like alien drugs involved, and there's. They had the whole cliche of uh, the, the aliens are different than humans, so they eat different foods that humans think they eat raw they food and shit. Drunk they get drunk on rotten milk. Right, yeah, that kind of shit. And it's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was that that was it, it felt kind of lame. Uh, maybe because just we've seen a lot of movies like uh, that. Or the movie, the movie was your cliche buddy cop film. Through mm-hmm. and through. Uh, it has all the cliches of, you know, I didn't want this guy, but I got stuck with this partner. Right. And, I, you know, I hated him. I want my old partner back, uh, but he's dead. And uh, I'm on a mission to get his killer. And and it also had, it, it was mixed with the buddy cop. It was kind of like Lethal Weapon. Except for Lethal Weapon, never uh, uh, the main character. Um, he wasn't racist, and in this movie, there's constant undertones, overtones, tones, sure, <laughs> something tones of racism. <laughs> it's basically yeah. sort of like this constant reminder of like the civil rights movement kind of thing, hmm. and uh, you know it's. It's done, but it's not done very well. It, it, it's just constantly sort of like winking at the audience, like, "Hey, mm. basically, this cop's white. James Conn is white. He's an old school cop, mm. and uh, you know, his new cops like uh, is like black or Latino, right? It works, huh? Eh, eh, let's throw in some bad cliches and uh, you know, blah blah blah." <laughs> and it never does anything original which not necessarily the end of the world but it never does anything good either or memorable mm-hmm. it just sort of plods along and i i get how it could be sort of a cult classic in some ways because it does spawn this sort of universe that creates this television show that it is a cult classic in and of itself and so, you know, I get that. Um, I I could totally see 
the television show being more entertaining because you kind of build these characters and you you start to you know sort of develop this world the movie's short it's an hour and a half long it's the it's the one sort of redeeming quality of the movie um you know and it not all the cliches are annoying some of the cliches are you know they work they're kind of funny you know um but it's it's difficult not to program i assume tony yeah. you program to yeah it? i program to it yeah yeah um <laughs> It's difficult not to program to it. And, um, yeah, it's, it doesn't do anything fucking memorable. And, uh, unfortunately, it, it, you just watch it and you're kind of like, um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, all right, kind of thing. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I mean, right. ultimately, it gets a waste of time for me. Yeah. That would be a waste of time. Uh, mm, uh, yeah. That would be a waste of time. All right. Well, who's got the homework next week? This guy. I'm pointing at myself. Oh, okay. And, uh, we had talked about this, uh, when I was down there. Uh, we can talk about it on the weekends. But uh, Jeff Nichols uh, wrote and directed um, a couple movies that we liked. Mud. Absolutely. And, uh, we we enjoyed it. Yeah, and uh, a couple years ago back, we saw Take Shelter. And uh, I never I saw that. Yo, you didn't see that. Maybe I no. saw that in the extras or something like that. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah, I did. I did. So... Um, yeah, so far this guy is, uh, you know, he's, uh, two for two. And, uh, he directed a new movie starring Michael Shannon, Joel Edgerton, uh, Kirsten Dunst, and, uh, Adam Driver. Oh, shit, Kylo Ren? Yeah. Kylo Ren in the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Shepard's in it. Um, Oh, yeah. He's always, like, in his movies, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the plot's kind of interesting. It's only got a 6.9 on IMDb, which makes me a little nervous. Yeah. A father and, a father and son go on the run, pursued by the government and a cult drawn to the child's special powers. So, that's all I know. I have (laughs) not seen a trailer. I have not, I don't know anything about this goddamn movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, an hour and 52 minutes, PG-13. Uh, let's do it. Besides that, it's a documentary. Hey, now. Besides, besides that, it's a documentary. No. Not, <laughs> we could get a documentary, right? Is that what you want? Well, Chris was talking about, when we were down there, you talked about. Oh, yeah, we yeah. talked about making documentaries. We can make documentaries uh, homeworks. There's right, some, right, right. No problem with that. So mm-hmm. I don't have any documentaries that I need to see right now. So right. and I'm interested. Wait, 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 you made a decision about making documentaries a homework without me? Yeah, fuckers. Sorry. I usually check. You usually program while we're recording, so you usually check out all the time. So yeah, I'm gonna check yeah. out on the homework too. Fuck that shit. I actually, yeah, I don't. Even, I don't. Even, to be honest, tell you, I don't remember having the conversation with him, so don't feel bad. He says we did that, but I don't. I don't. I don't recall that. Uh-huh. He could be making that up. Mm. So don't feel bad. I probably am for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, alright, so. Alright, cool. Yeah, I, I heard some good things about that movie, so. Oh, right on. Just, yeah, so, it was on, yeah, it was on my list too, so. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, there you go. It's on MCP's list, Harley. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be good. Right? She gave it's it 110%. Gotta it's gotta be the shoes. Okay. First and foremost, contact the man upstairs. You know what I mean? And, uh, let's see. I wanna, I wanna talk. I was just talking about Denal. I was telling Denal about this movie. So I just seen a certain somebody over the weekend. I figured it's probably a good time to revisit this movie. I'm talking about a little movie called They Live. Hmm. Starring my man Roddy, Roddy Piper, R.I.P. I think we've, I think we watched this years ago on the podcast. Episode yeah. 79. There Damn. you go. Yep. Yeah, I always, I always enjoyed this movie. You remember an MCP? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Carpenter directed this. Totally forgot. I was on episode 70 ba- 79, titled, That Bitch Looks Crazy. <laughs> what's the, what's the line? What the I'm, I'm here to about? chew bubblegum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubblegum. There it is. Uh-huh. There it is. That's it. Well, it's either that or Escape from New York, so I couldn't decide. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Yeah, oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, I've seen oh. both. Yeah, I've had it on DVD for a long time. Okay. Uh, I know. Cool. All right, so that's that's uh, that's that. That's, let's get into our weekends, man. We had a long, long weekend. Two, so. two weekends. Two weekends, yeah. Fuck, I can't remember the last time, so. I don't remember my last weekend. <laughs> yeah, see. That's also Snapchats if you sound like you were doing stuff. Yeah, you uh, saw them all? Yeah. Cool. So you were at, uh, Fuck, so what'd you go and explain one? <laughs> fucking Snapchat though, man. Like, I took all those Snapchats and there's a button that says da- save all. Like, yeah. I wanted to save all of those r- videos to my phone right. yeah. and I clicked it. And it said it was like going to take three hours. So I was like, okay, don't touch my phone. Go to sleep. In the morning, it said it was done. Cool. Nothing. I got none of them. So <laughs> they all went away. Uh, uh, my favorite was like you were recording. You're like, hey, Baymax is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was so much. It felt like Lane got it spot on. She was like, this is like Comic-Con for, but, but for ravers. Because people dress up like so many different characters. It's It's pretty fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I went up to EDC. I went and drove up to Las Vegas on Thursday last week. Um, and then just kind of chilled Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, well, we went to the EDC. It's a rave that they held, that they hold at the, uh, at the Las Vegas Speedway, Motor Speedway. Um, they've done it's, for a couple of years now. Um, at the Speedway? Yeah. 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 Um, they were doing it in LA for a while or something. I, I can't remember where it first started, but I, I know it was the 20th anniversary of the Electric Daisy Carnival. Um, and this, it was at Las Vegas, but it was fucking hot as balls, man. Holy shit. Mm. Now, what um, was the temperature there? It, it was first night, 92 degrees. Mm. Not too bad. Second night, 107 degrees. Oh, fuck. Third night, it was like 112, 111. Fuck all that. Yeah, no, it was insane. Um, e P B R. Capital P B R. But it was tons of fun. So much fun. 
Um, first night, it wasn't too bad. It was actually because it's a, it goes from seven o'clock to five o'clock in the morning. Um, so it gets colder and colder, you know, as the night goes on. So it's, it's, it, it, it balances pretty well. It would suck if it were like a, you know, noon to 11 o'clock at night type of event. Cause you'd just be fried, you know, within the first two hours. Um, but because Las Vegas does not, it, it, it's, it's just an, it's a, it's an oven out there. It the, the air is just thick and hot. It's not like the sun's beaten down on you. You're just walking through heat. Um, mm. but that's, that's just the weather. I don't give a shit about the weather. EDC was awesome. Um, it's, it was massive. It was huge. Uh, bunch of different stages. It, it, you, you know, you're, you're, Walking. I read it's it's more like it's more circus than music festival. Like uh, there's so much like things like visual stimulations other than music stimulations. I wouldn't say it's more circus, but it's just as much. Like there's yeah. there's enough there to visually s- stimulate you um, while you're listening to music. Because no matter where you are, no matter where you're at, you're listening to music. There's music just blaring and just pounding everywhere. Yeah. No matter where you're at. So, um, so that's really cool. Um, but yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, the, the first night I was Snapchatting like every 10 steps. Um, mm. Fonzo sent me a text. was like, you Snapchat or didn't happen. So I'm like, all right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put it out there. And, uh, yeah. at one point, uh, cause I went there, I was like, all right, the one DJ that I got, that I got to check out, it's, that was gonna be my question. Yeah, yeah I wanted to ask. Um, snails. There's a guy called Snails, and he he does dubstep, and he does it really dirty. He has this unique sound, and I was like, I gotta check him out. And so I'm not gonna miss that. Um, so we got there, and I was raging my face off. I was it, it, it was just headbanging. It was it was awesome. I was I was just losing my mind out there. And at one point, I gave Lane my phone to record me and post it on Snapchat. But it ended up somehow Snapchat ate it and we lost uh, that video. So they're, they're uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll have to set that up some other time <laughs> and actually get evidence of me, um, you know, and what I, what I actually look like when I'm out there, um, having a good time. But, uh, yeah, it was good stuff, man. The, the first night was cool. Um, second night we went out and it was a little bit hotter. Um, we, we, oh bought these um these handheld um fans battery operated fans mm-hmm. that you can put um water in and squirt them so you can you can spray oh yeah like, yeah yeah like the first chris, night, yeah chris just bought one of those that it actually works pretty well they're they're really really good we bought three of them and we handed out two of them the first night we were just giving them to people like people like they were just sitting there look like looking like they're dead they're gonna like, fucking hey. die yeah 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 yeah. They're like hey here yeah you want some fan they're like oh that's cool and like just keep it and they're like no 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 no. i don't want to take your stuff like dude we bought extra please keep it and so <laughs> we were yeah, yeah, that's what that's what we're like when we're at these festivals man we take care of people we're always it's it's such a cool environment and and the, the people go there and and just help each other out and everybody just it feels like family when you're there because everybody just loves each other. You, you see, you see anybody, and they're cool. Yeah, there's this like percentage, this small percentage of people that are dicks that are going going to go in there because they want to take advantage of nice people, or they're the. How, how are you supposed to take advantage of nice people at, at one of these things? <laughs> You you just you steal from them like there's pickpockets and shit like they'll oh really yeah, yeah. oh man 
Yeah. Like a crime element? Yes. Um, there's, so there's two, there's a, it's, it's actually a really small percentage. Um, I've only heard of two stories so far. There's one story, um, of pickpockets. Um, there's another story of like people who go out there and get super drunk and they're bros, you know, they're not really into that scene, you know, the, the, the friendly Mm -hmm. scene. And because they get drunk, drunk alcohol makes people violent. One guy knocked over a performer. Um, on stilts and the guy broke both of the arms. Um, this is a performer, you know, he's getting paid to be there. You know, he's there for the people. He's one of the circus clowns, you know, and the guy just rushed him, knocked him over. And, and then a security guard came and tackled him. And then the guy's oh, friends peeled the security guard off the guy. So he got away. It's like, wow. that kind what? of, stuff. yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> they, like it was like, some old bullshit. It was, that is. it was very much bullshit. Um, but, that's only one story that I've heard so far. Um, for the most part, it seems like really cool people. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Then the, the second night we went out, um, we, um, it was hotter and it was a lot. <laughs> and it's really difficult to like the, the first night we had the little fans and we were just using the fans. The second yeah. night, we were squirting the fuck out of those fans, man. We were just like refill, squirt, 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 because it was it was bad. Um, and then the third night, uh, Lane couldn't handle it. She, she was so like, there were three nights of this three uh, nights, chaos. Three nights. Both the first two nights we were there. Well, the first night we were there from um, I think nine o'clock to like four thirty, and then the second night we were there from eleven o'clock to five o'clock. Um, and that's only because of fucking traffic. There was an accident and shit. The traffic getting in kind of sucked. Um, getting out wasn't too bad. And then the third night we got there at seven and we had some food there. We actually ate there, um, which was pretty cool. Um, but it was just got so, so hot. We were just like, you know what? Let's, let's just go. And th- actually for the second night, for the third night, we went out to CVS and I bought, what was it? Two, four, six. Six di- six different um, mini fans. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't have the squirt on them, but they were just fans, and we were just handing them out left and right. <laughs> we were just like, "Here you go, have a fan." We gave some to uh, like security guards, even because you know they're oh, wow. they're they're just working. You know, they're they're, just, they're they're fucking cooking too. They're cooking too, and so they're like, "Here, hey, dude, you you here, have some fans, hand them out to some other security." Nice. Guards. So <laughs> it was it was it was a lot of fun. Um, good stuff. Then um, because we left early on the, the third night, Sunday night. Um, we just kind of hit the town in Las Vegas, oh, wow. wandered, wandered around, um, and then uh, and then we tried our hand at the slots, and we found a slot machine that we were there for like three hours. Damn. <laughs> we spent we spent forty bucks on it. Um, but that that's 40 not bucks, bad. You were there for three hours and only spent yeah. forty bucks on it. Exactly, that was my that's point. Cheap. Is that that is amazing. Yeah. Like we found this machine, and Lane's like, "This is this is amazing." Like she like it would go down. 20 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks, 12 bucks, 18 bucks, 10 bucks, 16 bucks. Like it would just keep going, just bouncing. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, so we, we, we finally had a little bit of the, cause we both hate to get, you know, the idea of gambling, Yeah. but we looked at it as we're spending 20, we spent 40 bucks for three hours of entertainment. That's not bad. 
That's like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's like movie theater with popcorn and shit, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, whatever. You know, we didn't see it as gambling. We just saw it as like, you know, we were playing arcade games and, <laughs> you know, and just passing the time. So it, it was good shit. And then um, and then Monday we finally hit the pools. Um, so that was fun. Uh, but it, it was it was roasty toasty out there, man. Um, yeah, it was man. like staying under the water pretty much the whole time. We were only mm-hmm. there for maybe like 40 minutes and we were done. Um had some naps, watched but watched a bunch of movies, and then came home today. So, so how many like? So you went three nights in a row. Yeah, that's crazy. That's fucking insanity. Um, but let me let me ask this: like, what time? Like on average, how many hours were you there every night? Um. Well, the first two nights we were there. Well, what did it say? Like nine to four, the first <sighs> night. The wow. second night we were there, eleven to five, and yeah, you just kind of do it later and later because it's well. And then the third night, I was, I was, I was down to go from seven to five. I was, I wanted to open and close. Like I was, like I was down, but um, Lainey was a, she's a little more sensitive to the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, she started feeling nauseous, like like heat stroke type symptoms, and I'm like, nope, uh, we're done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we're yeah. Out. yeah. But that's nuts. It was yeah, yeah. it's pretty nuts. Yeah, right. And uh Glad you survived, you made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Um It's awesome. Yeah, two days for sure. I don't know if I can hardly was mentioned before, but fucking one night was enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Yeah. I I, just, I don't I don't know what it is, man. I just What in that heat and then yeah, more it's like yeah, but you say you had all that time to just relax all day. Well <laughs> well there's that. Um but I I don't know what it is. This is my thing. Like I, I can just go and go. You can rally for sure. I can, yeah, exactly. I can rally. I can get in there and just lose my mind and just rage all night. And I mean, I'll be winded and I'll get the. Okay, so this is hilarious because the first night, um, I went hard. Right, I went really fucking hard. And then we went to um after snails. We switched to another stage. We go to the grassy meadow. And we just kind of lay down, um, just to enjoy the feeling of the grass because it feels like it feels amazing, right? Mm. Stay there for like five, ten minutes, um, and then I sit up, and I swear every muscle in my leg cramped. Like <laughs> I was, I couldn't. There's oh, no way shit. I could sit. I couldn't. I like I went cross-legged. My hips cramped. I went straight out. My thighs, cramped, you know, my quads cramped. I tried to stand up. My hams cramped. My calves cramped. Like the the muscles on the top of my foot were fucking cramping. Everything was cramping. I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, Lane. I think we're gonna have to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> See that wheelchair right there? Yeah, go ahead, wheel me out. Yeah, I was like, I might need a wheelchair. Let's let's start walking. She's like. This is the first time we bail because you want to leave early. Normally, it's she's the one that wants to leave early. And so we're walking, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm stiff legging, you know, I'm, I'm stiff legged walking because everything's cramping up. And then, um, Flux Pavilion comes on stage, starts playing, and I'm just like, no, fuck my legs, I'm gonna fucking jump. And so I start, I, I'm, I'm in pain the whole goddamn time, just jumping and jumping. I'm like, it's got to go away at some point. And sure enough, eventually, enough blood pumped through my legs that it, it numbed it out or went away. <laughs> but oh it was, god. it was, oh my god, just it was. Ignore fun. it long enough and it'll go away. Yeah, exactly. Like I couldn't massage the, the the cramps away, so I was like, screw it. 
I, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to bitch out on this. I I love Flux Pavilion. I'm going to rage through this. I just started jumping around and, (laughs) and eventually it went away, but it was just so funny to feel my legs just betray me, (laughs) you know, every muscle just cramping up in pain. Funny stuff. That's fucking funny. And from the entertainment standpoint is like how much, variation of the theme is there is it like basically all that really aggressive edm or is there oh no there's um there's uh several different stages and each one has its own like theme there's um there's the kinetic field which was mostly the 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 big room house um most more of the popular type of stuff that's becoming you know you hear on the radio mm-hmm. shit like that then there's the um, neon garden which is more of the dark deep house um with the trancey stuff mm. there is a circuit grounds which is more trance but a little bit poppy there's bass pod which was just headbangers like just just bass bass heavy there's the wasteland which was hard style it was just fucking machine gun murder you you know you're just gonna you're gonna have a heart attack if you try to stay there the whole night and then there's the cosmic meadow. You're gonna you're gonna have a heart attack if you try to stay there all night. Seriously, like I walk through the place and I'm like jumping, 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 and by the time I make it to the cross, the whole thing, I'm just going, "Holy shit! I'm winded. I'm tired. I'm sweating." Yeah, it's 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 insane in there. Um, but yeah, so there's definitely different sounds and different genres. Right on. Um, something something for something everybody, for everybody mm-hmm. for, sure. for sure. It's yeah. funny because like like people will add, you know started like uh, when you first like small talk while you're standing in line and shit they'll ask you like oh what's your favorite stage you know and and they'll say neon garden and i'll say bass pod and they're like oh okay so i guess we can't hang <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, like, like you kind of realize that well all right well i'll see you out there you know we're, we're not you're gonna that's completely different music so you know we can hang out here in line and we can shoot the shit but we're not going to be seeing each other inside. <laughs> That's funny. It is pretty oh, funny. Man. We're not going to be buddies. <laughs> we can't be friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. Good stuff, though. Yeah, it was fun. How was, was you guys' weekend, man? You guys uh, partied without me. All right? Yeah, some, he uh, Harley came down. And uh, Harley, what'd you come down for, Harley? Well, uh, two things. One was one was a uh, uh, a secret. We didn't tell didn't tell a lot of people. And um, the other non secret was uh, Chris's uh, lifelong friend from like junior high was uh, getting married down in San Diego, and um, obviously Chris was invited, and so we. We thought that we could uh, make the trip down there, and uh, we had so much fun with you guys last time. <clears throat> and so uh, we thought we'd, we'd drive this time. We didn't have all the miles that we did last time. so And um, try to keep it a little – you know, we didn't go to Disneyland or anything like that. But um, a couple months ago, we, we had been talking about um, getting married several months ago, probably six months ago. We've talked about it on and off. And then, right. and then we had um, decided – that we were going to have the 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 guy who married uh, Chris's friend was actually her brother, and um, of course Chris knew um, him same time, and um, they were 
close friends, and so she thought, hey, why not have him uh, basically just sign the papers for us? Um, and so we had uh, a few weeks before went to Wairika up here and got the marriage certificate and did everything we needed to do, and so we got married on uh, <laughs> after their wedding. So um, you know we didn't have a ceremony or anything like that. Um, they kind of they kind of sort of crashed it. The the um, the bride is uh, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Just you know, try, always trying to figure out a way to to sort of like make it fun for everybody. And uh, I guess there's no other way I can put it. But um, so in the middle uh, of the reception, it was a real it was a real neat um, uh, wedding. I'd never seen this before. Um, there was only like, I think 35 or 40 people and it was a relatively small wedding and, uh, all the chairs were lined up in a circle instead of like, you know, like next to each other in rows, they were all in a circle and then they got married in the middle of the circle, but you were, you know, just a big circle, you know, 40 sits chairs in a big circle. And I, and, and there was a theme of a circle and sort of this, you know, sort of, um, uh, cycle of life and stuff like that. And it was, I, I liked it. It was good. And they, both of them had kids from previous marriages and they had the kids come up and give little, uh, read off, you know, some, not vows, but just some little, sort of words of uh, advice for people and stuff like that. It was nice. It was very nice. It was right on the water um, down in Mission Bay. And, um, but they're party animals too. They're, uh, they all like to get down. So, you know, halfway through the uh, reception, the music is playing and uh, the drunk bride gets on the microphone and, and fucking blurts it out to everybody that me and Chris are getting married and, so they start shoving a microphone in our face and we're given like these really silly impromptu uh, vows. And, and, uh, and so uh, obviously none of those people I had ever met before <laughs> that night, but they were all really nice. Everybody was really cool. And people were from, there was a lot of people from New Mexico, a couple people from Texas. And, um, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, and uh, so yeah, we got married, and uh, we stayed uh, we stayed at Fonzo's house the night before the wedding, and then we stayed that night there down there in San Diego at the uh, the resort, and then uh, we came back, had an amazing Father's Day at Fonzo's house. Shout outs to uh, his father and his mom. Yeah, man, awesome barbecue, and uh, uh, it's it's one of those things that makes me miss living down in San Diego is being close to, you know, my close fams and, uh, you know, it's just sort of, I thought immediately when you left, I was like, man, that'd be, be, that would happen all the time. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's interesting. Like I'll try not to go into too detail, but, um, you know, we were down in San Diego and, um, and then we were, we, we took the one one and, uh, we drove through, Carlsbad, Encinitas, then we got into Del Mar and Torrey Pines. And like, as you get farther and farther down into San Diego, the skin tone gets a little lighter. 
the cars get a little fancier <laughs> and I feel less and less fitting in kind of thing. You know what I mean? And, and I just, I, I always feel, I mean, obviously I grew up in North County and I grew up in Vista. I, you know, I, I didn't grow up in Carlsbad. I lived in Carlsbad for a while there in Jefferson. Um, but when I lived in Carlsbad, I still went to Oceanside High. You know what I mean? I remember my mom telling me when we moved to Carlsbad, she was like, hey, we, we live in Carlsbad. You want to go to Carlsbad High? And I was like, fuck no. I don't want to <laughs> fucking live with all – I don't want to go to school with all those spoiled-ass little – Rotten ass honkies, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I want to go to school where there's a fucking wall around, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I did because I think it, it, it I don't know, I, I, I feel like it made me, I don't know, more appreciative of, of my life. But, um, you know, going down there and seeing, you know, I remember um, we got off the we uh when we got stuck in traffic in los angeles and and uh well fuck we got stuck in traffic in all of southern california to be honest with you (laughs) from fucking magic mountain to fucking Uh. border we were in gridlock traffic um but um we got off and we went to sioux plantation and like irvine and we were on the 101 and we were going through all those really rich beach communities in Orange County and, you know, in, in southern Los Angeles. And I was just like we, – we literally drove through like a Ferrari dealership on the beach. Wow. And I was like, god damn, <laughs> there is way too many white people around here. Like like it, <laughs> it just – I it just never felt right. It just – Everything I was telling Chris, it was like L.A. feels fake. Like everything, the people feel fake. The boobs are fake. the 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 cars are fake. The life, the the it just nothing feels real. It just feels like this bad CG movie or something like that. And and I, I was reminded of that when when we went down to the wedding and. And her her family and friends that showed up were were very they were from New Mexico right on the border you know me and Fonda were talking about it and um and just good like the family that tight knit and and you know they're always there for each other that ex- but it's also this big extended family you know the 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 bride both of her parents were Hispanic. And the the husband was was as white as me, you know, and so the kids were all this just cross mixing and and but you wouldn't know it was just this big fucking family and and the mom was we met the mom of the bride and she was just this amazingly warm lady and and um and I just there you you in some communities you don't have that you just don't have that. And when we when we went back and we on Father's Day and went to Fonzo's house, I was reminded of what that family family community is, and I would gladly give away fancy cars and fish dinners and and that sort of for me it feels fake for some real authentic sincerity. Uh, family kind of thing and so 
Um, and, and, and fortunately for, for me and the girls, Chris has the same values. She, she's, she's always had sort of an estranged relationship with her mother and her father and, and she loves her family, but she also recognizes that, uh, you know, that whole, that old saying blood is thicker than water is, uh, you know, is bullshit if you ask me. And obviously I have some, some biases because, you know, three of my four daughters aren't biologically mine, but, um, you know, you know, you can have a kid that's born in fucking Long Beach to, you know, first generation Mexicans and, and meet me, the honkiest of all honkies. And, you know, 30 years later, still feel like I'm part of the family. And so, um, for me, that is, you couldn't, you couldn't put a price on that. Um, and so, um, yeah, I was reminded of that, and and you know, the, for me, North County is is home. So, yeah, cool. and uh, you know, while it was a little warmer, mm-hmm. six or seven miles inland than it was on the coast, <laughs> uh, the you know the the uh, the environment was warmer too, in the sense of you know family. So, um, you know, thank you and you and Amy and and obviously the kids are as fucking as adorable as ever, and uh, I'm jealous of Cruz's hair. Uh, and uh yeah amazing amazing trip it it couldn't have gone better me and chris got along uh we bumped heads a couple times when we went down there uh for the disneyland trip uh it was stressful you know Mm -hmm. um and this trip we really focused on you know just taking it easy reminding ourselves that this is a vacation. We're trying to enjoy ourselves. We're just, so don't be too stressed out. And, you know, we, we were telling Fonzo the joke. We, we, we got to the uh, grapevine, you know, obviously this part of the podcast really applies to anybody in Southern California. We, we get to the grapevine and we get stuck in traffic. There's an accident, which puts us in LA about three o'clock PM Friday evening. So we're literally stuck from gridlock from basically Van Nuys all the way to Camp Pendleton, which is, you know, whatever. It's 75 miles of gridlock. It took us 12 hours to get from Sacramento to Fonzo's house. It was absolutely fucking miserable. (laughs) And we got two kids in the backseat. Now, fortunately, you know, we got inverters and fucking chargers and laptops and tablets and cell phones up the ass so the kids are pretty much entertained but you know temperatures rise you know i mean you get fucking cooped up in a car with somebody and uh, you know fuck that shit <laughs> and everybody was everybody got along great like the kids didn't bitch i was amazed at how well the kids did in the car it was by far the longest they'd ever been in the car uh, it's been a long time since I've been in the car for 10, 12 hours. And, um, yeah, me and Chris just got along. We never, we never really, you know, we had some moments where we kind of raised our voice a little bit, but we never got in a fight and we never, you know, um, yeah. And so, um, so I look forward, I look forward to the future with Chris and, and the girls and we're, you know, settling in. We know we're going to stay here. We, We've managed to figure out how to support ourselves financially, and um, I'm excited. And and I I'm excited on figuring out a consistent 
way to to go down there, you know, and just sort of take our lumps with the traffic and the congestion and, you know, maybe try to do it in the off season or, or something like that. Although there's really no off season for Southern California, but, um, I, I, I want to, I want to, you know, go down there at least once a year and not, you know, just do it every five years kind of thing. And so I think it's important. I, it's always just sort of, there's just this, uh, it reminds me of my roots. So, um, yeah, the weekend couldn't have gone better. And uh, and I'm married. It's good times. Congratulations, so. man. Thanks, bro. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, so. um, I thought you would be interested to know, um, mm. blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. That's the actual quote. People oh, interesting. And so what it's saying, it's actually saying the opposite of what opposite of use. what the cliche has always exactly. been. Exactly, yeah. everybody's been saying it. The religion is is uh, the covenant of the, the group. Right. Interesting. Okay. So oh, you're right. Yeah. It's bullshit because yeah. it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's been so many cliches. I remember, fuck, what was the other cliche? It's like, you know, family is is uh, you know that's your blood. That's your and I'm like, dude, I've seen too many fucking blood relatives fuck over each other or just be horrible human beings to anybody and everybody. And it's like, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? I'd, there's there's too many good people out there that to you know that aren't blood for God for sake. It's it's uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, so. I mean, like so. this this weekend, we there's this uh, we were going around and giving people high fives that looked like they were off on their own, you know, just kind of lost or something. And um, mm-hmm. one guy, um, Lane went up to him, gave him a high five, and she's like, "Are you waiting for someone?" And he's just like, "You know, I am not really." They kind of kicked me out of the group, and we're like, and she's like, "Oh shit," you know. If we so we brought him in. And we partied the rest of the night together, like just the three of us for nice. several hours. Is that the guy that has a picture on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, okay. And he was a cool cat. He was just really cool. He's trying to get into DJing and producing and um, like the, the guys that brought him to EDC were going to help him meet some producer, some other producer to, but somehow they just decided that they were going to go off and do their own thing and just like, hey, and just kicked him out. And we're like, fuck that shit. Come on. You know, so we brought yeah. him in. And, it, and he was just, he was a cool kid. Um, 22 years old, you know, just starting into the game. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was one of those, like, he's he's just a random guy, but he was cool. And he was really, really friendly, really. It felt like he could be a best friend type person. And he's just, it's just a random person, you know. So, yeah, it, it, blood, it has nothing to do with it. It's definitely yeah. the, the character of the person. Uh, yeah, I was telling Chris when we were driving through LA, you know, and just these, just the sheer humanity, just the millions and millions of people, and and I was like, the pr- the thing that really sort of is hard is I'm sure all these people, eh, I, obviously not all, but a majority of these people, they're all good people. They're people like you and me that are raising their kids and do, trying to pay their taxes and. You know, try to enjoy themselves on the weekends and and this and that and and I could sit down and I could have a beer with any one of those random people on the streets and have a good time and get along. You know, I I, I happen to have a 
you know, a decade long friendship with a few people. And those people are what I could consider family, basically, more or less. And, but there's a lot of wonderful people out there and you just have to sort of give them the time of day like you did. And so, um, you know, it doesn't take much to make somebody's day to, to make a memorable moment, hand out some fucking, some, some fans, you know what I mean? Or hand out some, I mean, shit, that's what fucking Raven was all about back in the old days. Blur, you know? So, um, it sounds like at least for you and Laney, that hasn't been lost. Um, at least for some people. So Mm -hmm. I applaud you. Thanks. Thanks. That's good. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. It's like, what is it? Pete Plur? What is it? Yeah. Peace. Peace, love, love, unity, unity and respect. respect. Yeah. So going strong. Mm -hmm. How about you, Fonzo? (laughs) I don't think I heard much from you. Yeah. I, um, you know, celebrated Father's Day together at the barbecue. It was cool. My dad hadn't seen Harley in like years. So he's super excited to see him. So, you know, he's, he celebrated with us too. And, uh, and the kids got along, and then, but the night before that, I was in L.A. to yeah. watch the Jari Carpenter show. Yeah, and, how was that? Yeah, I left like at um super early because <laughs> uh, I'd never been there before, and I wanted to get parking. And I figured, oh, there's probably some shops there, so I can kill time with. I left like at two. Yeah, get there at four, and it was blazing hot. So I'm like, fuck, where do I park? It's like downtown. It's right one way, right? Oh, can't go yeah. this way, can't go that way. I'm like, fuck. I drive like a block. I'm like, oh shit, I'm getting further away from the theater. I see a big corner sign that says parking. I'm like, fuck it. Building, building one, I'm going in there. There's a big sign outside that says $5. And then, and then when I get in, it's like, the guy's eight. I'm like, what the fuck? You said five, right? I literally just turned in and said five. The guy said it was eight. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I pay tickets. I'm like, I'm like, fuck, now what do I do? Cause the show doesn't start till nine. <laughs> what, what time did you get there? At four. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Did you just take a nap in the car or something? Yeah, well, sure. it, no, I tried hanging on the car. I was getting too sweaty. It was way too yeah, hot. It's hot. So it's, yeah. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. yeah. Right. So then I walked around. I'm like, let me look for record stores around nearby. And I looked up one on maps, said it was still open. I couldn't find it for the life of me. And I was sweating just from going back and forth. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Um, I, just, I walked by an Urban Outfitters. They got AC. I'm going to hang out in there. <laughs> It's a big old chair and bean bags, and I'm like, you know what? I'll look like a dude that's like waiting for his chick or whatever, right? Yeah. On my phone, and so I, I sat there, cooled down for a second. I'm like, fuck, I can't be in here for this long, you know? So I get up, and there's like a something like Umi Burger or something like that, Umami Burger or something like that in the corner. I'm like, oh, perfect. I just go to the bar and sit there. And we were hanging out with you that morning. Yeah. So I didn't leave till way late until you know you guys. Yeah. Until you guys left. Um. So I just, so I'm like, you know what? Let me get some food. I'll order some food. At least I'll kill some time, whatever, eat. And then one of the bartenders puts a game, baseball game, and it just started like the third inning and it was tied up. Like, huh, that'd be interesting. So sure enough, just me eating, looking at my phone, randomly on my phone and waiting. Um, like, oh, so that was one hour. Now what am I going to do for the next two hours? Okay. Um, uh, and then finally at like about seven o'clock, this one guy came in with like a big bag and he had a lanyard. So I knew he did the meet and greet and everything. So I was picking his brain. Talking to him about it. Next thing I know, like, he was eating it. By the time it was, he was done, they're like, hey, you ready to go? I was like, yeah. He started at 8. I'm like, perfect. So I got in. Uh, everyone's waiting in line to get to the merch booth. Everyone want to get merchandise. So I'm like, perfect. I'll wait another line. You know, I'm a Comic-Con pro. There's, no, <laughs> there's nothing. Waiting lines is nothing. 
But if, if I said by the time I get to the in front of the line, buy my stuff, the show will start. And then sure enough, um, then after I finally got my stuff, went up to the, my my seat. Seat wasn't bad at all. Like from where I was at, I can I can see the stage, no problem. And it was like video, yeah. It was just I a mean, big theater. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it's like decent seat. Yeah, it's holy work. So um, it was a little warm in there too, which kind of bummed, you know, because it was still kind of hot, but. Um, you know, he came on, came on the band, started playing the music, and it was just a fucking good old time. And again, and everybody outside was talking about how, just like, how unique and how special that event was, you know? Cause like, man, we grew up with these fucking movies. Did you ever think in your life you would, you would ever see him, you would see him play the movie, you know? Yeah, that is a trip, fly. for sure. You know, it's like when John William like sells out the Hollywood Bowl or something like that. Um, you know, but this was like a bunch of horror nerds. I mean, there's like guys that host podcasts. Like direct, like Neil Marshall from The Descent was there hanging out with, you know, Elric from like this podcast I listened to. And I was showing Jeff the video. I'm like, look, that's fucking Neil Marshall, director of Descent, just hanging out there, you know. And it, one of the funniest part, the best part, like, so I'm waiting for the merch booth again while everyone's like leaving. And I figured, I'll get something else. So I'm waiting until it dies down. I finally get to the end of the line. I'm looking, I'm looking, I still can't decide what to get. I'm like, damn, what should I get? So there's a guy, I can feel, I can sense like a guy behind me and I'm like, Hey, go ahead, sir. I'm, but while still looking at the items, I'm like, yeah, go ahead, sir. Just I'm flagging him. I'm waving him down. Just go ahead. Just go ahead of me. And I just hear him go, oh, hey, thanks very much. And I go, I just like my eyes light. I'm like, oh, fuck. I know that voice. I know that voice. I turn around. I'm like, dude, you're fucking DJ Lance Rock of Yo Gabba Gabba. What? Like, he's like, yeah. What? <laughs> he was, he was fucking there, dude. No way. That's and I awesome. go, I go, oh my gosh. Like, my I, my kids grew up on your show. Are you kidding me? Like I used to watch it. Like you know, like my kids' first birthday was Gab Gab. In fact, I dressed up as you know fucking DJ Lance. Um, and uh, he's like, oh man, that's so kind of you. Thank you. I, I gotta get a picture. My wife's gonna freak out. He's like, sure. I took like three goofy like pictures and everything. And I'm like, how fucking cool is this guy, man? He's hanging out at a carpet show. Like, this is so cool. That is a trip. And uh, you know, hip hop fan. Of the, that's yeah. Cool. And I go, you know what's even weirder is like just two weeks ago I was watching. Amoeba, Amoeba has a thing called What's in My Bag? Like, like a certain actor, artist, or musician. And there's, they'll, you know, buy a bunch of stuff and they'll tell you why they got it, you know, certain item, movies and stuff. I'm like, and he was there with Bootsy Collins. And I'm like, dude, I was just there. I was just watching your video. And he's like, oh, that's so funny. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm like, that's, it's just, it's just so cool. And like, here you are now. And I'm like, fucking DJ, that's wrong. Hanging out the carpet show. It's crazy. Um, yeah, but the show was a blast, man. It was just so cool. It was like, it's like it's finally happened, you know. And uh, it's funny the picture you texted me with the QR code, you know. Yeah. Um, I tried using that first and it didn't scan. And the security guard's like, "Ah, oh, don't worry, it's been happening the whole time." I'm like, okay. Whew. So I show him the email. The email didn't work, but the guy's like, "Oh, here, let me see your phone." Type of something, and, he, and it was cool because I actually wanted a ticket stub, so it kind of worked out. So he gave me a ticket. Huh. So a ticket for the show, yeah. So, but dude, downtown, oh, downtown well, area, yeah, okay. it's just fucking gross, dude. Like it's like. It's like downtown San Diego with like bums, you know, everywhere, you know, like, uh, like with the, with the, with the parking lot where I was when I was walking down the stairs, shit smelled like piss everywhere. There was a dude sleeping in front of like the KFC in this fucking heat, like just lying there on the floor, just sleeping. I'm like, what mm. the fuck, man? This is just, you know, and it's funny, like there's a, there's a jewelry store and then right next to it, there's a jewelry store, like a speaker state, DJ stuff. And then another jewelry. I'm like, how many fucking jewelers, jewelers do you need? Like, there's two mm. of them like side by side of each other. Why do they sell so much jewelry? I don't get it. 
it's so random, you know. Because people get their jewelry stolen constantly. <laughs> yeah, and they got to sell them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> sell them right away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that was on Saturday, and Sunday, like I said, um, waited for Harley to come down, and we, you know, we had to barbecue, and then we took the kids to the pool, and it was just a, just a fun, fun day. Oh, and then like, when we came back from the pool, we watched Game Seven of the Finals. So, yeah, the last, yeah, the last like half of a quarter. Yeah, see, wasn't it easier that way? So watching the whole. Yeah, thing? fuck yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, like it's just overall weekend. Only thing missing that we're doing perfect was MCP. We needed our bad boy. Yeah, for that sure. That would have been cool, man. Perfect. Yeah. So. We know you were having fun, so but I was just like, man, this motherfucker got married, and he didn't even like tell us. Like, I feel like I, I, I thought he maybe like he didn't want to tell us because I had my show, and then you had your show, so he, like, he didn't want to like, you know what I mean? Uh huh. I thought he felt bad or something. Uh, it was it was a secret. We didn't tell nobody. <laughs> so, and we we didn't. Neither one of us really. We didn't want. A wedding. We didn't want a celebration. We didn't want to throw a party. I mean, we'd be down to throw a party. Don't get me wrong, but we just there was. Chris has been married. She had two ceremonies before. Oh yeah. She's not about doing it again. Right. She, you know what I mean? It's like the whole all the family and the friends and, and you know. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I I wouldn't want to do it even if somebody else paid for it. <laughs> it just feels like. You know, neither one of us, like, you know, if your girl's all about it, or and, you know, and you got the money, then fuck it. Like, do it. Like, I, you know, I'm not judging. Uh, it's just neither one of us were interested in this, hmm. in, in a big wedding. Yeah. Um, I totally you know, I, Yeah. What's up, Tony? Laney, because Laney, I, I, I mean, I remembered it. Once you said it earlier in the night, I was like, oh, that's right. Because Laney saw it on Facebook. Uh huh. Um, that you guys got married, and uh, and then we started talking about it, you know, because this was like late at night after one of the one of the nights. You know, oh boy! Uh, yeah, yeah. Tony responded with a "What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, no, it's like Lanny's like you know I texted what? that too hard. I go, "What? Period? The period? <laughs> fuck?" <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Lanny was just like, yeah. I, that's kind of just what I want to do is just like just change the status on Facebook. She doesn't even want to really like do the whole that's ceremony, the whole, the whole wedding thing. And she's like, I was like, well, do you want to just go get, we're in Vegas. And she's like, you know, I don't even care there about that. <laughs> she's like, let's just stay engaged and see how long we make it. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad I'm idea. Like, I'm yeah. like, sure. She's like, I like the sound of fiance better. Like oh, works fine. for me, man. <laughs> I mean, I was I was telling Fonzo, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, there's some there's some other reasoning behind it, simply because the girls, while I have in full custody of one and guardianship of the other, if something were to happen to me, and I do ride motorcycles as often and as regular as possible. Uh, if something were to happen to me, they would go right back to their mom's house. Oh. Or not right back. Mm-hmm. They would actually be shipped to Washington. Um, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. And that would be bad. Right. And Chris, and it's happened before. Chris would have no way of stopping it. Um, she now, being my wife, while she still wouldn't have, um, it wouldn't be an automatic thing, 
the fact that the girls have been here now, she could immediately file for guardianship and she would have much more of a leg to stand on. And also, if something were to happen to me, who would this house go to? Mm-hmm. Well, it would go to my eight-year-old daughter, which means it would go to her mother, which means her mom and her boyfriend would come back to Dunsmere and and my own fucking neighbors would go and piss on my grave if I let that happen. So, um, you know, the fact that we're, you know, we're not getting any younger and, and we need to protect uh, our future. I don't have life, uh, you know, I don't have life insurance. And, uh, you know, I'm not really interested in signing it up, signing up for it because I feel like the second you get life insurance, you're going to live life a little stupider. But, um, uh, you know, it, there's definitely some uh, some other motivations too, in the sense of to protect ourselves. So, for sure. um, to get but, to the real important question was um, um, from Leanne from Facebook asked me, "Did Harley make you breakfast?" So <laughs> I'm here to answer, Leanne. He did. Mm. He made some delicious breakfast burritos. Had about two, two and a half, and they were delicious. So they were good. He remade. He totally redeemed himself. <laughs> I don't know. That's like the first thing she asked. She's like, oh shit! So she saw that you were there. And she's like, oh, she like, did he make you breakfast? <laughs> Dude, it was nuts. So like, real quickly, I was uh, I ran out of my cookies. Right, y- y'all know I like my cookies. Mm-hmm. And uh, been them all week. Yeah, exactly. Well, then you got fucking two pies down there. Uh, shit, mm-hmm. I left my peanut butter cups in the refrigerator that Anna got me for Father's Day. So. Uh, you guys came up on, on all my sweets. But anyways, so uh, I ran out of cookies about like a week before we left. And uh, coincidentally, I weighed myself before. And I had lost like five pounds. I'm normally like between 195 and 198. And I weighed myself and I was 192 at the end of the night. And I was like, God damn, this is some crazy shit. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm, I lost weight. And me and Chris were like, like, what the fuck happened? I was like, it's that lack of cookies, you know? Mm-hmm. I haven't been eating my cookies. So I was like, you know what? This fucking weekend, it's five days. Yeah. I am going to eat everything and anything. <laughs> sure enough, the first night we ate at Chris's uh, parents' house, and we ate chicken. She barbecued full chickens right and i got down on some dark meat some breast <laughs> some skin some gravy some fucking so this amazing fucking uh vegetable salad uh i think there was some mashed potatoes in there it was like oh it was fucking delicious i ate so much my stomach hurt and then of course there was dessert she had cookies so i ate me some cookies and ice cream then the next day we eat all you can eat soup plantation. And I give me some pasta salad in this big gigantic <laughs> salad. I go buck wild. The next night, the next morning, it's huge uh, breakfast burritos at Fonzo's house with bacon and salsa and potatoes and eggs and cheese and all you that yummies. A, you had a, you, you washed it down with a mojito, right? I washed it down. Yeah, we drank all fucking five days. <laughs> Just drank, drank. IPAs, highly caloric. Now, you used club soda for mojitos, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Because there was a bunch of them in the fridge, and, they were in the, and Sammy and my neighbor came asking, what's club soda? What's club? I'm like, 
You want to try it? You want to try it? I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. And Crew's like, I tried that club so- Harley soda. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't the number one. Yeah, that's funny. Teach you, teach you, you know, teach you. <laughs> it'll go flat and it'll just be like, yeah, it'll just taste like shit. So, um, anyways, uh, and then at the wedding, uh, we had chicken or no, we had fish and steak, all kinds of vegetables and all kinds of, you know, entrees. And then, uh, the next morning, oh, the next morning we had a big breakfast at the hotel. It was expensive. It was like $45. Um, but, uh, and then, uh, and then we ate the, the barbecue at your house where I fucking ate myself sick. Uh, <laughs> I miss corn tortillas. I don't know why the fuck we never buy corn tortillas. We always buy flour tortillas. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I need to start getting some corn tortillas. Oh, yeah, it, corn tortillas are shit. Yeah, man. I had, I think I had four of them tacos. With the fucking, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, the carne asada in one and the chicken was really good in the other and, uh, mm-hmm. All the chips and all that was yummy, yummy, yummy. Beans. And then, and then the next day, uh, the next night, last night at Chris's parents' house, uh, she barbecued, mom barbecued tri tip. Damn. Uh, they had a cake for us and ice cream, of course. Damn. You're living this weekend. Fuck yeah, man. I come home. You know I gained some weight, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy. I gained four pounds. Woo! That's a good I weekend. I gained four pounds, motherfucker. That's a, that's a good weekend. <laughs> so, uh, and that was before I took two massive shits. So, uh, I'm doing all right. But, uh, so yeah, it was a good weekend for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Seems like everyone had a great weekend. Good times, like I said, you know, when, uh, when we all get together again, it'll be, it'll be a special, it'll be, it'll be that much more special, you know, but like I said, Mikasa Sukasa, always welcome. Thank you. Your family's beautiful, like they're great, so kids always have fun, so. Uh, um, your family's I, more beautiful. Did you ever find that they book? Got... No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't find it either. So. It might pop up. Yeah. Alright, we're going by 12.30, I gotta work tomorrow So, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was episode 316 yeah. of that with podcast A lot of two weeks, we had to cram into there So sure. uh, But for, I, that's how I'm gonna wrap it up That's it, you know Like us on Facebook, follow us on All social media, we're on there, Twitter, Facebook SoundCloud iTunes. Are we on iTunes? We're on iTunes, that's right, subscribe We are Subscribe, review, rate, everything I mean, you're always fun to say we ride together Harley, we died together. MCP, bad boys for life. Yeah. We are on iTunes, right, Tony? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It took about 300 episodes, but yeah, we're on there. Yeah. <laughs>